Yellow Beastie, welcome or welcome back to the Beast Trending Podcast, where we discuss fitness, fat acceptance, and mainstream topics. In today's episode, we'll explore episode one of the 11th season of My 600 Pound Life. I'm Lola K. Let's Beast it. My 600 Pound Life is a TV show that airs on the TLC channel. The show follows morbidly obese individuals on their weight loss journey for a year. The first episode of the 11th season is about cousins Gino and Nico who grew up together and are very close. Gino is 30 and lives with his mother. At the beginning of the episode, it is not known how heavy he is, but at the start of his weight loss journey, he weighed 664 pounds. He is always in pain and he revealed that his back, knees and feet hurt the most, with the back pain being the worst. That is expected with the amount of fat that he carries around. All of it puts a lot of stress on his joints and back. Rhonda, the mother, is not morbidly obese. That tells me that she's his enabler. She's not at a healthy weight either. This is an excuse that always infuriates me. Obesity does run the family. Because I was heavy. My mother was heavy. You know, my grandfather was heavy. And so was his father. So he was getting it no matter what. Just because something is present in your family does not mean that you will necessarily get it. Obesity develops for the most part because of a poor relationship with food. Yes, there are medications and some other health issues that may get you there, but for the most part, a bad relationship with food will do the job. And this is what needs to be addressed before you attempt weight loss. Are you eating to live or are you living to eat? If it is the latter, why? Address that why and you will have an easier time with weight loss if you pursue it. This is not to say that weight loss is easy. It never is. But it gets easier when you have all your ducks in a row. She never gets in the way of how much I want to eat. And it's always been like that as far back as I can remember. This is confirmation of Rhonda being an enabler to Gino and he's getting obese. Nico and Gino are cousins who grew up together. Usually in my 600 pound live show, the contestants will tell the viewers that they turn to food to cope with some type of abuse or other difficult life events that they'd go through at some point in their lives. In Geno and Nico's case, it is not it, at least not primarily. Geno did mention food being comfort to him after his parents' divorce when he was 12, but by that time he was already obese, as by age 8 he was already weighing 150 pounds, and double that by age 13. But his and Nico's weight gain will start from eating challenges among each other when they were kids, 
I also want to point out that Gino introduced his family as an Italian family with emphasis on the fact that Italians love to eat. My problem with that statement is that it may mean that because Italians love to eat, they're also all obese, which will make Gino and Nico not different. It's not true. Italians do love to eat, yes, and I don't know any culture that doesn't, for food is what brings people together, and it's true in most, if not all, cultures. But if you go to Italy, you'd be counting the amount of morbidly obese individuals that you'd see in one hand. You might be inclined to say, but Lola, the morbidly obese are stuck in their homes, which you may have a point for, but that's more unlikely because Italians still do walk to most places like in many countries in Europe. Public transportation is great over there in general compared to the United States, and so people always have to run to catch a bus or tramway or walk from point A to B to C and so on. That's not to say that there's no obesity in Italy because there is, but using being Italian as a scapegoat to your weight is beast manure. You know, it reminds me of that Indian woman on TikTok who blamed her obesity on white men for colonizing her country and therefore making her fat. If white people didn't go looking for spices, then various sea routes to Indian subcontinent would not get discovered. I'm certain that Vasco da Gama was not looking for spices when he set foot on India on May 17, 1498, as the first European to do so. And if they didn't come, then the fertility of the land would not get destroyed. If a land is not fertile to grow crops, the population on that land would not be obese, but the opposite. And then, if that didn't happen, we wouldn't move to this grain-heavy, very little nutritious diet that we have today. So, she knows the food she's been stuffing her face with is not nutritious. Also, no one forces her to eat it or set quantity. She does all of it herself, but blames others for the consequences of her own choices. If white people didn't come to the Indian subcontinent, then my ancestors would not go through 50 small, medium, large famines. What does that even mean? Famine is famine. And if that didn't happen, then the people of this place would not adapt to survive on lower calories. Living on lower calories still doesn't make you gain weight. You don't become obese because you were on a low-calorie diet. We also wouldn't biologically be programmed to hold on to more fat because my genes, they always think, okay, you're gonna die. Imperialism did not change your genes. You're just looking for any outside sources to blame for your obesity instead of taking that responsibility. Plus, if you were accustomed to be on a low-calorie diet, you would not be thinking that you'd be dying anytime you wouldn't be eating. Your gluttony made you obese. I would also not be prone to diabetes, heart, high blood pressure, heart disease and cold. So yeah, white people is the reason why I can't lose weight. 
I don't know about you, Beastie, but I think she's being a troll because you can't make that ish up and be serious. In the video and podcast episode before this one, I explain what presentism is and this is yet another example of it with this delusional woman. She's what Gino reminded me of when he tried to explain his weight with the fact that he is Italian. Gino was always kind of a chubby kid. But he wasn't born chubby. He became chubby because of eating challenges with his cousin and you as a mother encouraging his weight gain by feeding him anything he wanted with no control whatsoever. I was 36 years old when I had the gastric bypass myself. I didn't want him to get as heavy as I was. Yet, she let him get bigger than she was and the act of letting or making kids become obese should be criminalized. That's child endangerment, if you ask me. But in, then again, you know, deprive my kids from something to eat, it's, it's unheard of in my family. Point made. She contributed in her child becoming morbidly obese. I also want to point out to something here. Listen to what she said. Depriving my child of food. There could not be any worse wording than that. Having control in food portions is not food deprivation. Like the fat acceptance zealots, she believes one must always be eating. Now, her son struggles to even breathe because he's just too fat for his own organs to work properly to keep him alive. He's a ticking time bomb at his size. The premise of my 600 pound life is to have morbidly obese individuals travel to Dr. Nozaradan, most commonly known as Dr. Now, to follow his plan to lose weight and eventually qualify for gastric bypass surgery. Now, I have not seen anyone else calling out this doctor because he's not very ethical and spews a lot of garbage. For instance, listen to his response to Gino telling him that he tried a diet that allowed him 7 or 8 multiple smaller food portions daily and he failed. Who gave me that? I have a freaking idea. The human body is not made for that. Yeah. Okay. A body actually is made to eat one or two, maybe maximum three times in one day. First of all, eating multiple food portions in a day rather than less but bigger portions is actually better for your digestive system. Also, your body does not care how many times you eat in a day, but rather how much. Let me repeat that. Your body does not care about how many times you eat in a day, but how much. Say you are on a daily 2000 calories, whether you eat that in one meal or two 1000 calorie meals, or five 400 calorie meals, and so on, at the end of the day, you've still provided 2000 calories to your body. It all comes down to what is more convenient to you and your habits. For instance, I'm still dealing with disordered eating. Because of that, I cannot have big portions of food in one sitting without getting sick and throwing everything up. So I have to break my calories down in multiple smaller portions through the day, including liquid meals too, as I cannot have too much solid food either. 
This is one case where multiple smaller food portions are necessary and those portions are across 5 meals in a day and 5 is above 3, demolishing his argument. So what he said there is bro science, aka pure garbage. By the way, he himself looks like he needs weight loss help because he does not look to be at a healthy weight either. And if that's the case, being a doctor does not exempt you from maintaining a healthy weight, especially if your specialty is to help people lose weight. I would not go to a dentist with crooked or no teeth at all for my teeth or a blind doctor for my eyes. So why would I go to an obese doctor to lose weight? <laughs> I can hear the outrage of some of you in what I just said, but you'd be hypocritical to be outraged when you think the same. Act and look the part that you're playing. Him and the entire show just scream money grab. They're not properly helping these morbidly obese individuals. I have only been watching this mess since last year and my position is reinforced with each episode. They're helping their own pockets more than they're helping these people if at all. And this is the main part that infuriates me about this show. Anyways, thanks for listening to my rant, let's get back into this garbage. I'd like you to take a look at this picture. For those of you listening on the podcast instead, this is a picture of Gino next to his mother and his uncle Mike. Rhonda and Mike had weight loss surgery 20 and 10 years ago from that moment respectively. Rhonda is clearly a failed result from that surgery because she's obese still. Mike on the other hand looks healthier and you can tell that this is someone who takes care of himself and exercises often. The point here is that weight loss surgery is not magic. You still need to do the work to maintain weight loss after you've had the surgery. For the first appointment, doctor now gave Gino a month to lose 60 pounds. Though that is a big number in such a short amount of time, for someone the size of Gino and his cousin Nico, it is doable but in my professional opinion that is way too drastic. The more fat that you carry in your body and the easier weight loss is going to be, unlike what ignorant individuals think. Think about it this way. The more money you have, the easier you spend, including spending on things you don't even need. Your body works the same way with fat. The more it has, the easier it will let go of if you make it. Weight loss doesn't happen overnight. But coming back to doctor now, I would love to know where he pulls his number from because from what I remember from season 10, 60 pounds to lose in a month seems to be the starting base for all his patients on the show, which is again beast manure because each patient is different and should therefore be treated differently. If I applied my model to Gino and assuming that he is 6 feet tall, they never revealed how tall he is. 60 pounds weight loss would be more realistic to be lost in a span of 2 months. And that is the most aggressive plan in my model for him with workouts set at twice per week. 
Yes, it is highly possible that he'd lose that weight in a shorter period of time than two months, but two months is a safer and more conservative starting point. For someone Gino's size, you can't just change things overnight for him. He probably eats at least 5,000 calories daily and he does not exercise. You want to introduce changes gradually. The biggest change, if I were to work with him, would be getting him down to 2,234 calories daily. That is a big change because that's more than half what he eats and drinks currently, assuming the 5,000 calories. Now, I mentioned two exercises per week. The trick here is that they are two rigorous exercises per week, but they are also the goal to hit two 30 minutes rigorous exercises in a week. Geno is not currently there, and asking that of him will be unrealistic, so the goal will be to get him there. And how do you get there when you've never exercised in your life and weigh 680 pounds by starting small daily? For instance, Geno could start with sitting and standing up as fast as he can for 5 minutes every day, which he could do more than once in a day, watching TV for instance. When he can do that for 5 minutes, which should not take more than a week, now we will introduce walking in his neighborhood, starting with walking to his mailbox and back, and getting further as the activities feel easier. If he sticks to this, by the end of 30 days at the monthly assessment, this is when we will readjust his number and exercises as needed. But by then, he would have been able to perform two 30-minute workouts at least. So yeah, Dr. No's plan is a setup for failure for most people of bigger size while his pockets get more inflated. At least that is what it looks like as presented to us. He gives his patients copies of his book, which is more promotion for him if you ask me. Because the plan in there, according to season 10, is list of exercises while sticking to 2000 calories and everybody has to follow the same generic plan. Come on. And he's not addressing the elephant in the room, the mental health of the patients. You see, you may try anything to lose weight and will always fail if your mental health is not addressed and taken care of. Most obese and morbidly obese individuals are that way because of food addiction and other mental disorders. You have to treat those as well, if not first. Dino and Nico went back to see Dr. Now after two months. Dino was expected to weigh 624 pounds at least. He came short at 55 pounds weight loss. But that is still a win in my eyes because weight loss is not easy, but he tried. Now, he could have lost the 60 pounds and even more. Why didn't he? The culprit is the food. He's given another month to lose 50 to 60 pounds. Let's say two months because as stated earlier, that is more realistic. By this point, the exercises will increase too, which will slightly increase his calorie intake as well to daily 2624 
the more calories you burn, the more you need to ingest. I like the fact that Nico is doing the weight loss together with Gino. It seems he is the one pushing Gino forward. They both need to lose weight and Nico is in a better mental state for it. His heart is in the right place and his priorities are solid. For instance, he is not found on Gino's new girlfriend because she would drag Gino back. Why? Well, as Nico put it, she put zero effort into weight loss for herself or Gino and she does need to lose weight too as an obese individual or at least overweight individual and that is my opinion. Four months since the last visit with Dr. Now, the boys are in his office for another checkup. Gino is down to 559, almost 560 pounds, while Nico has only lost 17 pounds in all that time, which was surprising to me because he seemed to be the one pushing them both together. But they're given another 30 days to lose 30 pounds each. That is, in my opinion, too drastic for Nico, but okay. Overall, the episode was a good one because I think it did show the ups and downs of weight loss in a human way without the unnecessary drama. Gino and Nico had an amazing start, then things slowed down and they might have gained some weight back in the 4 or 5 months that they were in Connecticut preparing to move to Texas. But once they did and were settled, they got back on the wagon that they had fell off of and continued the journey until both eventually qualifying for weight loss, surgery and going through with it. They did have a solid support system in each other and Rose, who is Nico's girlfriend, because she did look slimmer in the last frames that she appeared on. My only concern is for Gino because at the end of the day, he still has food addiction problem that was never addressed, at least as far as we know. And Nico mentioned that anything emotional would send Gino back to food to comfort himself. A breakup with his then girlfriend could do just that. For instance, as she was never heard of or about, after the voicemail he left her on moving day, I hope he gets mental health assistance as well. There is a free recipe ebook that you could get if you are interested and the link is in the description below. The ebook has 15 delicious plant-based recipes that you can start making right away and it is applicable to almost all diets. Follow me on all socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and YouTube at BeStrainMean. And feel free to donate to the channel or become a member to receive more perks. All links are in the description, of course. This has been Lola K. Trainmain.